If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We were mentioning the BC government uh, today talked about its three-year trial for drug decriminalization. Essentially tomorrow, adults with up to two and a half grams of drugs for personal use which includes uh, cocaine, opioids, uh, MDMA, uh, will not be arrested or charged. Uh, The goal, of course, is to reduce uh, shame and stigma, uh, according to the experts. Uh, Here's a provincial health officer, Dr. Bonnie Henry, who joined our provincial and federal minister today, our ministers of mental health and addiction. And she talked about that criminalization does not decrease the use of illegal drugs. Take a listen. We know that criminalizing people who use drugs causes harms and does not, as we are absolutely sure, decrease the use of illegal drugs and we've seen that, the impact of that across uh, this province in particular with the toxic drug deaths that have continued unabated and worsened over the period of this pandemic. Dr. Henry is certainly right about the amount of people who have died uh, due to toxic drugs. Almost 11,000 people uh, have died uh, since 2016 here in British Columbia, and it still remains an epidemic in our province. Uh, People struggle with this in regards to the issue of decriminalizing hard drugs, even a small amount for personal use. Joining me now to talk a little bit about the issue is John Daly. He's a former uh, Global News investigative journalist. He has certainly covered police and the drug industry uh, in this city for, well, decades. Uh, He joins us now. John, thank you for speaking to us today. It's a real pleasure, Jazz. So, you know, uh, I'm like most people trying to understand what decriminalization uh, means. And, you know, the, the federal and provincial minister said, look, it's not legalization. And I, and I get that. Your thoughts, I mean, you've been covering a lot of these stories for decades in this city. Uh, do you think this is a step in the right direction? I think this is awful. It's a really bad idea, Jazz. The decriminalization of, uh, you know, 2.5 grams of heroin, fentanyl, cocaine, MDMA, etc., is discriminatory. Poor drug users need quantity discounts, way more than two and a half grams. They're already cavailing and protesting at the limit. Same as rural drug users who have to travel dozens of kilometers, maybe even 100 kilometers to score. They're being discriminated against, forced to make repeated trips to get their drugs, and it's bad for the environment. So, 2.5 grams of fentanyl is supposed to be 100 times the strength of 2.5 grams of heroin, Jazz. So having the same weight limit for heroin and fentanyl is clearly discriminatory for heroin users. They should be allowed 250 grams. <laughs> John, John, I mean, I mean, look, we've we've talked no. about the issue of we need more uh, more uh, facilities to, to to help people who are uh, hooked on drugs. We need uh, access to housing. Some have said the Alberta model, which focuses more on more treatment beds, uh, more uh, greater access to housing is where we need to be going, not decriminalizing um, hard drugs like here in BC. What do you think of that plan? 
Absolutely. I mean, I was being apocryphal. Obviously, I don't oh, yeah. support this legalization. It's just crazy. This is nuts. Where are the hard metrics? How many people in Vancouver have been charged for possession of two and a half grams or less of hard drugs? How many people in RCMP jurisdictions like Nanaimo, Prince George, Kelowna? There's no evidence that they're putting forward to say that these people have felt criminalized, ostracized, and were less likely to seek treatment. How many of those 11,000 people who died of drug overdoses or alleged drug overdoses from illegal drugs actually would have sought treatment if they were allowed to contain carry two and a half grams or less of hard drugs? There's no evidence to this. This is just a smokescreen to try and say, guess what, we're doing something. But in fact, nobody's getting prosecuted for this. Only a handful of people are getting prosecuted for these weights. And the weights are really all over the place because it doesn't make any sense. Fentanyl and, and heroin, the same weight. That's insane. It's window dressing. Decriminalization simply encourages young people to experiment without the fear of getting a criminal record. That's what this is really about. Now, I would agree with you in the sense that, look, we've, we've actually, we're talking about tomorrow being a, a historic day. But in many cases, I think uh, the Deputy Chief uh, Wilson was on the show last year, and she said we probably uh, perhaps picked up two people in Vancouver in the last year or two. Uh, it's already been going on, this experiment. The people have, police have not been arresting sure. people at the end of the day, yeah. and people have still been dying. So I think you do make a point, but uh, look, we've tried everything else. Why not this? That's my point. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's basic. It's not that we're, we're already trying it. So really what this is is just a massive PR campaign and smokescreen to give the impression that somehow we care more, we're trying to do more, but in fact they're doing nothing. They really need to focus on treatment and education. And that's not happening. So where's the hes- why are we hesitating from, from doing that? And some would argue politically that's the easier thing to do rather than doing what they're doing now. What do you think is leading us in that direction towards this decriminalization rather than, as you say, more treatment? What is, well, is it a philosophical well, thing? What's causing this then? Well, I think it is philosophical. I think we're losing taboos on all sorts of things. We're losing taboos on uh, drugs. We're losing taboos on gambling. You know, the Super Bowl's coming up. You're swamped with ads for gambling. Are we going to have more people gambling in the future? Oh, yeah. More people in trouble from gambling? Sure we are. Are we going to have more people in trouble for, for getting hooked on drugs? Probably. Uh, you know, the bottom line is fighting hard drugs is a hard battle. It's, 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 uh, it's, you know, we know that people go into to, uh, treatment, they go into recovery programs, and it takes them five, seven, maybe ten times to be successful. Some of them are successful. Some of them are never successful. But it's a hell of a lot better than being, uh, you know, stoned and broke and, uh, you know, resorting to crime all the time. So, you know, what are, what are our choices? I mean, we need much more uh, drug education so people can see where they're likely to end up. How addictive is, is MDMA or how addictive is cocaine? How addictive is uh, fentanyl? Um, you know, and whether or not you, as a say a teenager, mm-hmm. is, are able to withstand these drugs and to come out the other side of uh, an experimentation process uh, and not be hooked, I don't know. You know, I mean, like I think we need the data on that. That's what should be being taught in high schools and so forth. Uh, not being, not you know, having discussions about. Hey, guess what? You know, if you were eighteen. Too bad you're being age discriminated against because if you're 18, you can carry around two and a half grams of coke in your pocket and nobody could say boo unless you walked into a bar or passed a, a daycare. Yeah. A final question to you. I'm going to have Vancouver police on tomorrow on this issue, but what do you think's changed within the police fraternity uh, 
that uh, they've been supportive, certainly openly, uh, and, and at the press conference today even, and they've talked about that they're supportive of this issue. What do you think has changed within the police discourse that, is, ha- that has them out saying we support this as well? Well, the war on drugs is lost. I mean, that's what's changed. And I think most cops have realized that the bottom line is, for, for a lot of drug users, uh, it is a health problem. They are addicted. And it's not going to be easy for them to either, you know, wean off onto methadone or something else. So it's, it's a tough slog. And putting somebody in jail is probably not going to cure their, uh, their drug addiction because the pigeon will bring them their drugs. Yeah. John, thank you for your time today, my friend. Really appreciate it. My pleasure, Jazz. Anytime.